April 14th, Luke chapter 16, verse 19, through chapter 17, verse 10. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed and who lived each day in luxury. At his door lay a diseased beggar named Lazarus. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally the beggar died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and his soul went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Lazarus in the far distance with Abraham. The rich man shouted, "'Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tongue of his finger in water and cool my tongue, because I am in anguish in these flames.' But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. Anyone who wanted to cross over to you from here is stopped at its edge, and no one there can cross over to us. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them about this place of torment, so they won't have to come here when they die. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read their writings any time they want to. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will turn from their sins. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even if someone rises from the dead. One day Jesus said to his disciples, There will always be temptations to sin, but how terrible it will be for the person who does the tempting. It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone tied around the neck than to face the punishment in store for harming one of these little ones. I am warning you, if another believer sins, rebuke him. Then if he repents, forgive him. Even if he wrongs you seven times a day, and each time turns again and asks forgiveness, forgive him. One day the apostle said to the Lord, We need more faith. Tell us how to get it. Even if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, the Lord answered, you could say to this mulberry tree, May God uproot you and throw you into the sea, and it would obey you. When a servant comes in from plowing or taking care of sheep, he doesn't just sit down and eat. He must first prepare his master's meal and serve him his supper before eating his own. And the servant is not even thanked, because he is merely doing what he is supposed to do. In the same way, when you obey me, you should say, we are not worthy of praise. We are servants who have simply done our duty. Hey everyone, it's Becca. Just have another hymn to share with you. Um, I'm not actually as familiar with this hymn or with its writers, uh, but and I don't know the tune to it, um, but the words really caught me as I was reading through. It's really good, um, so I hope it encourages you. It's called, Once to Every Man and Nation. And the verse they pull from is 1 Kings 18.21. It says, If the Lord be God, follow him. 
Once to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth with falsehood for the good or evil side. Some great cause, some great decision, offering each the bloom or blight, and the choice goes by forever twixt that darkness and that light. Then to side with truth is noble when we share her wretched crust, ere her cause bring fame and profit, and tis prosperous to be just. Then it is the brave man chooses, while the coward stands aside, till the multitude make virtue of the faith they had denied. Though the cause of evil prosper, yet the truth alone is strong. Though her portion be the scaffold, and upon the throne be wrong. Yet that scaffold sways the future, and behind the dim unknown, standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. Amen.